I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. We're back. We're back. We have a new setup. We do. We keep changing. We don't we don't know what we're doing. This is all new to us. It's so. complicated. It's more complicated than you would think recording on YouTube when you've done it for years not. I'm, not on video. I don't like to be recorded. I don't either. Well, this fun fact. A 29-year-old woman enrolled as a student at a New Jersey high school because she was lonely and wanted to return to a place of safety, her lawyer said. Also, I'm trying to look at you and you and my paper. <laughs> it's hard. So There's so many things. Um, I'm going to call her Miss Shin. She is accused of falsifying a birth certificate and joining New Brunswick High School pretending to be a teenager. Hold on. She's 29? Yes. Yes. She was indicted by a grand jury for providing false documents and hindering her own prosecution, but has pleaded not guilty to the charges, which could carry a maximum penalty of five years in prison. Five years? That seems like a lot for just pretending to be a teenager. Yeah. Anyways, her lawyers describe a sad tale. Oh. Miss Shin arrived in America from South Korea when she was 16 to attend a boarding school in Massachusetts. She went on to study political science and Chinese at Rutgers University in New York and was named a Learning Community Scholar in 2017. She practiced meditation, enjoyed singing, and has been studying for a master's degree. But it appears that her life started to unravel soon after she got divorced and fell $20,000 behind on her rent. How? I thought Rutgers, sorry, back to that. I thought that was in New Jersey. Is it in New York? It's in New York. Is it raining? Yeah, it's raining. Oh, wow. Um, No, it's in New York, but how do you get 20000 behind on rent? How much is your fucking rent? I don't know. It seems like a... uh, It's irrelevant. Anyways. That... Hmm. I'm no psychologist, her lawyer said, but (laughs) separated from her family and being in a different country, as well as a couple of other stressors in life, may have caused her to act very uncharacteristic. Why can I never say this word? Uncharacteristically. Thank you. Using a doctored birth certificate, she enrolled at New Brunswick High School, where she lasted only four days before raising suspicions from the staff. What were, I wonder what the suspicions were. Like, I mean, her story quickly went viral online with parents and teachers around the country raising a number of safeguarding issues. <laughs> Some students thought she could be involved in human trafficking, which makes sense. I mean, she's 29. She's enrolling in a high school, pretending to be a teenager and make friends. So I could see where that would be like, are you just trying to be going Maxwell and befriend us to sex traffic us? I don't know. Miss Shin's lawyers have pushed back saying that although this is bizarre... And maybe difficult for people to understand, there was no malice intended, which I think that's probably true. Mm -hmm. At no time was anyone or any student in any danger. And this entire case is more about my client wanting to return 
to a place of safety and a welcoming environment that she looked back on fondly and nothing more than that. High school, a welcoming environment? Okay. New Brunswick police also said that part of their investigation, they hadn't found anything to suggest her intentions for enrolling were designed to bring harm to the students or staff. So, in an effort to avoid jail time, her lawyers told the judge she intended to apply to a program that diverts first-time offenders from the criminal justice system and enables them to wipe their record clean after a successful period of probation. So, whatever the outcome is, she hopes to return back to South Korea. Ms. Shin is due to appear in court on May the 15th. So, this just happened not long ago. It does kind of seem sad, and maybe she was just trying to... Yeah, it is sad. And it's unfortunate that college is so expensive because she could have pretended to be a freshman in right. college right and actually technically be a fr- but you know what i mean and that's no, not yeah, that's not illegal to yeah cuz you are a freshman it doesn't matter how old you are right and if she well her lying about her age look i'm not going to ask questions but i mean i'm about my age i don't i don't remember i don't remember my age <laughs> that's i would i'm just for me i'm like why would you ever want to do that but Which brings me to my question for you is, would you go back to high school? Unanimously, Lacey says no. Oh, my God. Ugh. No. I would. I had fun in high school. I mean, I had a lot of great moments and stuff, but at the end of the day, mm -mm, I just don't want to do math again. Ugh. I can't do math now. I don't want to go back and do high school math. It's kind of like that movie, Never Been Kissed. Did you see that? Oh, Looks yeah. Very yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyways. She goes so. back, and she definitely does not look like a teenager. Mm, no. That's what's so ridiculous no. about the whole thing. Where people, How does she even get away with it for that long? Who? This girl? Drew Barrymore. No, oh, not this girl. because it's a movie. Do you know what this girl looks like? Have you seen, is there a picture of her? Or do you know? I did not, but I will. I'm, gonna, I'm curious to phone? see I'll look it up right how now. young or old she looks. And I wonder what the suspicions were. I, too many questions. Yeah, I know. Like, was she talking about mortgages? And they're like, <laughs> wait, Credit what? Report. <laughs> what is she talking about? I'm interested. Okay. All right, give me yours. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. 32-year-old Glenna Brooke Pinkerton told detectives that her ex-boyfriend, Antonio Allen, shot her one-year-old daughter. Oh, yeah. She looks like a high schooler. She does look like a high schooler. Holy crap. We'll that's a 29-year-old woman? Yeah, she's 29. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Anyways, I'm sorry. I didn't know. No, she you. does look like a high schooler. Yeah, she's super young. Oof. Okay, so. 32-year-old Glenna Brooke Pinkerton told detectives that her ex-boyfriend, Antonio Allen, shot her one-year-old daughter and that she buried her in a shallow grave in Nashville's Two Rivers Park on Cabin Hill Road early in March of 2020. She told the police this? She told the police that her ex shot her baby. Uh Uh She buried the baby. Uh She said at the time of the shooting, she was with her child's father. Her brother was the one to alert authorities in the first place because she first told him about it. Hey, I buried my child, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Here's the thing, though. He had no idea she had a child. Yeah. He insisted that he was unaware that his sister had ever been pregnant or had ever been a mother. Like, it was news to him. Mm -hmm. So police still wanted to take it seriously, and she led them to the park, 
where her daughter was allegedly buried by her. Forensic investigators and cadaver dogs searched the area. No remains were found. She was arrested and charged with giving a false police report to police. Turns out it was all a hoax. She just wanted attention. That is not a hoax. That is a lie. Yeah. And she has a long rap sheet. She was charged with domestic assault, causing bodily injury and resisting arrest following a family dispute a month prior. When she was arrested, she resisted police, attempted to kick out the rear window of a squad car, and threaten the officers. She also has a record of drug arrest and drunk driving. It's just... Oh my god. It's a lot. Her mugshot is pretty rough. I'm not going to lie. Does she look like a high schooler? No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but um, no. So it turns out there are a lot of cases out there involving fake pregnancies and children that don't actually exist. Last year, Pennsylvania couple Jeffrey and Casey Lang used social media to fabricate the birth and death of a sick newborn boy in order to scam people out of money. Oh. There's a special place in hell for that. I'm sorry. They staged a photo of a child's doll, shared it online, pretending like the baby was real. They also had baby showers, a gender reveal party. Then they claimed their son was born with fluid in his lungs and passed away a few hours after he was born. They asked for medical and funeral expenses and used GoFundMe to ask for donations. And a family friend who spent a lot of money on this fake baby told police that something strange was going on. Police contacted local hospitals and funeral homes, found no record of this child ever existing. Then they searched their home and found the doll that the couple claimed was their baby. And I'll post a picture. This isn't like some raggedy Ann. It's a real-looking baby. It must have been a lot of money. They probably scammed some money for it, but they were charged with theft and deception. Terrible. How could you even think of something like that? I don't know. And for you know. and your husband to both be in Exactly. It? I could see how one person could... I was going to say, we hear women, be, women who do that, who right. fake pregnancies, and they'll like, Steal a baby or cut one out mm-hmm. of somebody, but for the husband to be know. on it too? And this friend that told police about it said she had figured it out that this woman was not pregnant and she invited her to the memorial for this dead child. And she's like, I did not go. I wanted nothing to do with these people anymore. Horrible. That is Could- disgusting. No scam is good, but there's got to be a better Pennsylvania. Oh, there's got to be a better scam than that. I am sorry. That's Mm-mm. demented. Mm-mm. No. Okay, you ready for my next? Mm-hmm. My next thing? Yep. This just happened, like yesterday. The Idaho State Senate on Monday voted 24 to 11 to pass a bill aimed at reviving the firing squad as a death penalty option amid the supply shortage of lethal injection drugs. Oh, gosh. House Bill 186 passed the State House of Representatives with a 50 to 15 vote earlier this month. It gives authorities the option to order death by firing squad 
if lethal injection drugs are unavailable within five days of the issuance of a death warrant. Why did I think a death warrant was just something in Mad Max movies? A death warrant? Yeah. So, gosh. Yeah. So, H-186 has now passed the Idaho Senate and House with a veto-proof majority. Yeah. Upon signature of the governor, the state may use this more likely way to carry out justice, as determined by our judicial system, against those who have committed first-degree murder. The bill is not without critics, though. Senator Dan Foreman, Republican, said that the people assigned to the firing squad, the witnesses, and the cleanup crew are all at risk or of becoming traumatized by the experience. Yes. Yes. That is. Yes. Ew, there's so many people. Okay. Yes. There's so many people involved in that. A whole squad and then, oh my God, clean up. Edwina Elcox, a Boise-based defense attorney, called the concept of using a firing squad atrocious. I have to agree. I'm sorry. Yeah. Execution by way of firing squad is antiquated and bottom line inhumane, she said. It is deeply concerning that Idaho is reverting to such a barbaric method. I agree. Yeah. I don't like that. Four other states have this as an option. Well, if although it's extremely rare, I've never even heard since I've been alive of anybody using a firing squad. Here comes your cat. Oh, gosh. Oh, Don't man. Don't drink my drink. Oh, boy. He knows there's a camera involved. Oh, my God. So, these four states are Mississippi, Oklahoma, Utah, and South Carolina. And together, they have killed three con- three condemned prisoners by firing squad since 1976, which I had no idea about that since 1976. Utah brought this back in 2015 due to its own struggles with lethal injections The practice was legal in Idaho in 2009, but had never been used Mm -hmm. by the time the lawmakers got rid of it. So, so you have any thoughts on the firing squad situation? Oh, my Lord. Let him go into the mic. He's, uh, I don't like that. It's the same thing for me. Public hangings, when people talk about that, I'm like, that's traumatic. I don't know. There's, I feel like there are way too many wrongful convictions that's how i feel yeah if to do this if it was a hundred percent all these people they're killing they are guilty but oh man i wish i could remember the innocence project statistic on how many people are falsely incarcerated i mean it's too many one is too many right but there's way more than one so i feel like for them to use this it would literally have to be um dna uh, mental health exams, all the things to eliminate any possibility. It has to be caught on camera. I mean, there's too much to, mm-hmm. I feel like, to use. Okay, now this is it. But I mean, I guess any death penalty is like that, or it should yeah. be. Yeah. You know? Well, that, yeah. With lethal injection, it's the same thing, but firing mm-hmm. squad, I don't know. And they're super painful. They just give them meds to stay. Um, paralyzed so they can't show how painful it is i'm just so on the fence about i mean like i believe in the death penalty i know that's probably a a lot of people just gasp i just don't i mean i hope i'm never in the situation to where it affects me personally 
You know what I mean? Like I know mm-hmm. someone that was murdered or a loved one or something, God forbid. But I feel like these people who just fucking break in and bash people to death with a hammer, like why should you be spared to live out the rest of your life happily ever after in a prison? Probably not happily, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Like right. you don't deserve to live. I'm sorry. That's right. I, I choose my choice. However, I would never want to be in a, it's easy for me to say, I guess. Yeah. Because I've never been in a situation where I would have to see somebody be executed, know anybody that has been, or not want to see it. You know, anyways, I hope I never find that out. But yeah, bringing back the firing squad because they can't get drugs for lethal injection. Man. Crazy. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's very dark. So we got a message from a listener named Michelle. Uh-huh. She has a wacky story for oh, us. Oh, great. And we need more of those. Email us some wackiness at United States of Murder at gmail.com. She said she's going to tell us about her interaction with what she thought was a serial killer. <gasps> she wrote, This happened about 16 years ago. I was working by myself, and I was in my mid-20s at that time in an art gallery frame shop in Annapolis, Maryland. It was 8.15 p.m., 45 minutes before we closed. A man walks in, and I instantly get a creepy vibe. He asks what time we close, and I tell him 9 p.m. He says, cool, I'll just hang out until then. He then proceeds to ask if we carry a print called The Shower. It's a side profile of a naked woman in the shower. So now he has creeped me out twice, I'd say. I texted my cousin who lives seven minutes away and asked her to call me, call me on the shop phone. She calls and I say, hey, you and Rick are still meeting me here after work, right? Just come and knock on the door because you know how I always lose track of time. That's, That's a good idea. Smart. That's smart. She's like, um, okay. We hang up and I'm certain she's going to just send her husband over to check on me. Plus, I wanted this guy to know that people would be looking for me. Smart. Fast forward five minutes and my shop phone rings. I answer and the person says, Good evening, this is such and such from Ann Arundel County Police Department. Is he in your store right now? At this point, I start to freak out a little. Yes, I tell her. And she says, Okay, I'm going to ask you some questions. There's an officer on the way. Just act like you're on the phone with a customer. Holy shit. And I said, um, sure. She proceeds to describe the guy to me and ask me if he's 30 to 40 years old, brown hair, five foot seven, glasses, and down to the blue jacket he was wearing. Now I'm freaking out because in my mind, this dude just killed his entire family and now is here trying to kill me too. I'm looking around to see what tools I could use to take him down. And a police car pulls up, she says, our officer's there, and I tell her yes. She tells me to stay safe. I'm now wondering if I need to run into the bathroom (laughs) to avoid bullets. Stay safe. This would be me. (laughs) Like, are they going to unload on this mass-murdering serial killer? The cop car pulls away, and I'm just staring at the window, totally dumbfounded. Then I see they park. Oh, okay. And two officers walk in. And a guy looks me dead in the eyes and said, who called the cops? And takes off out the door. The young officer goes after him. 
I look at the other officer and immediately start crying because I have no clue what's going on. He then informs me that they received a call from my cousin saying I was acting weird. Unbeknownst to me, her husband was out at the mall with their oldest child. They also received two other calls from two stores in the center about a guy acting weird. Both stores had only had one woman working there by themselves. Oh, man. That's how they had his description. The other officer comes back and says he doesn't have any priors. He says he was just walking around while his daughter's in a movie. And I blurt out, he doesn't have a daughter unless he's molesting her. And then I immediately covered my mouth in shame. The older officer chuckles and just says, just because he doesn't have any priors doesn't mean anything. It means he's never been caught. They let him go and banned him from the center. They waited for me to close up and walk me to my car, and I kept apologizing for possibly overreacting. And I'll never forget what the officer said to me. Always trust your first instincts. I'd rather come here and walk you out to your car than come here and have to call an ambulance or worse. Oh, my God. So that's it. That's my story. It's always a fun one to tell at parties. Yikes. Whoa. That's what I would be like. Like, why? How do they know what this guy looks like? Oh, my gosh. And that's smart thinking on her cousin to Mm -hmm. call the police. My cousins wouldn't. They'd be like, girl. Well, it's true. It's. It is better to to overreact mm-hmm. in certain instances than to, you know, just ask Max. He ran off he, and left. Yeah, he he'll leave you. Fire. <laughs> Jax loves being partially on the oh, air. Lord. His can's covering his, his head. Cat. There we go. Here's your five seconds of fame. Oh, look, he looked right at the <laughs> camera. He's such a little weasel. <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh, man. So, anything wacky happened to you this week? Um... Now, Winter Branson, I have back pain, which is why I'm acting like this, wiggling around. Um, No. I mean, you? What's going on with us? We have no wackies. That's why I want people to message us because I'm like, I don't know. I'm really running out. We're on a wacky slope. I'm really running out of weird stuff. And just when I think something weird is going to happen to me, it doesn't. That's not. I'm not complaining that nothing weird has happened to me. Just P.S. <laughs> oh my lord! I did watch the season finale of Your Honor. If you and Sam do not watch the show, I swear to God. Okay, I've I've had another friend recommend it, but my thing is, it sounds so upsetting. It's not you know upsetting. I mean? It's it's not. It's very heavy. It is one of the best shows. Look at me. Look at me right now. It's one of the best shows I have seen. Really? Probably ever. I just finished it and will restart it and watch season one and two again. So it's not upsetting to where you're just mad? Because I kind of get what the gist of it's about. That's what I'm... It's not that you're mad. It's you're just like through the whole thing. It's it's so good. So I watched finished season two of that. And then I watched um, this documentary on HBO Max called 20 Feet from Stardom. Huh, have I heard, heard of it? No, I haven't. It is a like a documentary, and it's, it's older. It's not like a new one, but it's all about backup singers. Hmm, I haven't heard about it. It's really good. It like tells all their backup, all the backup singers, like their backstories, and 
how they try to make it big. And it shows like all the singers, how they work for all these huge artists, but they just never make it big themselves. It's very interesting. I like music stuff though. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's an interesting documentary. That sounds interesting. I watched a scary movie. What'd you watch? Last night called Watcher. It's on, I think, Hulu. Is that the... Is that the one about... The cover is kind of reddish and there's a blonde girl in the front. Is that the one... What's it about? It's essentially this girl moves with her husband to another country. She thinks someone's watching her. She thinks someone's following her. And, of course, her husband thinks she's overreacting. The police, everyone thinks she's overreacting. It's kind of like what unfolds, but it gets Mm -hmm. crazier and crazier and crazier. mm, It's not like an amazing movie, but it was a good movie to watch on a weeknight while I'm typing my notes. (laughs) It's creepy. The guy that plays, well, I'm not going to give anything away. It's creepy. Let me watch that tonight. The guy's a creep. Patreon Yeah, I like having something that I don't have to totally pay attention Mm -hmm. to. But that I'm still interested in while I'm typing my notes. I don't know why. No, that's that's Ooh, what I do. Pie. Oh Lord, this cat! All right, mm-hmm. join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye, bye.